All right, welcome back to the boys of 161st Street. This is a little bit of a sad episode, but we got some fun things to talk about. We can always think of some baseball things to talk about. The Yankees luckily have a nice and long history, a lot of winning, so we can talk about that sort of stuff. Uh, Yeah, a lot of things we can get to. You got me, Luke, you got Kev, you got Cortman. Let's get after it. 161st we're back. So the MLB has come out with some news. Like, we're not going to sit here and tell you that we know anything more than you know. I mean, realistically, nobody really knows anything. We're all kind of just shooting. We're just spitting in the wind here. But what we do know is they did say they were delaying the season two weeks, obviously, to start. And that was just a preliminary thing. That was never really going to be, like, the maximum amount. And we all knew that. Um, then they went in to say... I heard May 1st would be a a target date that they're looking at. But again, when you hear any of these days, it's not, there's nothing set in stone. It's obviously like a fluid situation because nobody knows what the fuck is going on. So then you hear that. And then apparently people in baseball, when they hear May, they start laughing. So people are saying, I know John Boy said that on his podcast, but they're thinking more like the July area for a start date. But again, nobody knows anything. So in terms of the questions we're getting from you guys, we don't know. <laughs> Nobody knows. Not even Boone knows. Not even like, Cashman. Any of them. Nobody knows anything. So that's what we know. And obviously this is going to have a lot of ripple effects down the line on a lot of things. So we're going to get into that. But first of all, how you guys feeling? No sports? Terrible. I don't have sports. I don't have school. Don't that's have not bad. No, it is bad. Still out of school. Definitely I'm never school. going to school again in my life. I'm now a senior graduating. Maybe if they who knows <laughs> online graduation. Yeah, they're definitely not going to have the ceremonies. No, I think that's considered back. a large gathering. Uh, don't push them back. You got to believe, right? Long way down. Push the road. what back? Graduation. They're going to have a Skype graduation. I, I also oh did God. forget to order my cap and gown though. So, so you weren't <laughs> walking regardless. Buy me some time. <laughs> definitely weren't walking regardless though. <laughs> Yeah. But anyway, how are you guys feeling though? How are you holding up without the sports? A lot of boredom. Definitely a lot of boredom. So is, this, is this day four without any sports? Uh, I think five, yeah. maybe. By the time they'll be listening, I think it'll be five. So uh, I, in the spare time, as many of you <laughs> saw, I, uh, I learned my cat's routine. I've been following him around, my cat Jeter. We've been getting pretty close. I'm deathly allergic though. Uh, so I came back to school. Me and Cortman have gotten pretty good at beer dye. Very good. So there's that. I got MLB The Show today. I mean, that's what everybody's doing. Tap Baseball 2020 came out. Tap Baseball 2020 did come out. If you want to join our league, some guys. <laughs> that's what it's called. Uh, if, if you're interested, please DM the podcast, and I will shoot you an invite. So, Other than that, yeah, I'm bored as fuck. So. MLB The Show could not have come out at a more perfect time. Yeah. And honestly, like... They're gonna make so much money. Like you see the people that I mean, you don't usually play it. Corman might get a fucking PS4. I'm literally gonna buy a PlayStation <laughs> just for it. A lot of people are doing that. They're getting PS4s and playing P- like Emily the Show because there's nothing else to do, and that's the only baseball things you can do. I have so much free time. But that's scary. Yeah, I I don't even know what I, I found out how many licks it takes to get the center of a Tootsie Pop the other day. It's 411 for me, 
But I, I did got, look I up like online. Before. Yeah, it, it varies, obviously, because the lick isn't a perfect science. But <laughs> yeah. anyway, what do you? What kind of ripple effects do you think this could end up having? Or better yet, before we get into that, what do we think we should, or the league should do? Because let's say the league does shorten the season. Let's say it gets to 120 games, 140. I, I know I've heard a lot of things thrown out there. So let's let's play. Let's play with this a little bit. So if it ends up being 120 games, could you guys see something happening where they do a neutral site? And they end up using, like, I've heard, I didn't come up with this, but if they use spring training facilities, like the Florida League and the Arizona League, and they play their games, obviously half the league, it's d- divided up by National League, American League, and they would only have to travel to and from Arizona to Florida, I think that'd be a lot better because then you, you have all the teams in one area, and then you can play games a lot quicker because there's no travel days. Obviously, you, I think you still have to have your scheduled off days, I think that's a mandatory thing in the CBA, but what do you guys think about that? That would fucking suck. Yeah, I would hate it. <coughs> I bought fucking season tickets. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I mean, they I go in every game do too. Get, do they get rescheduled to flo- or re fucking position? Do I get them in Florida? Are there going to be fans? It might be sort of. Uh, that's the thing too. So what they're I, I keep saying what they are saying. <laughs> they is just they Twitter. Is just they, they is just everything and anybody who has any information. We're all going to read too deeply into it, no matter who says it, whether it's yeah. Bob Nightingale, who was notoriously wrong on everything, when he was wrong about the Machado news and everything, everything else. But whether he's saying something, he's got that check mark next to him, I'm going to read into it. So he was saying things like they were talking today about making the rest of the season, even when they do start, no fans. No fans for the whole season, which... For us, people that go to like 40, 50 games a year, and we're planning on doing that this year, that sucks. I mean, not even. couldn't do that. What? Like, how are you going to play in empty stadiums all Well, they did it. They did it in Baltimore one time, and that's what Britton was talking about because it was during the Baltimore riots. Yeah. And he said it was the most bizarre feeling in the world. So imagine that for an entire season. But, like, I'm not even thinking about us not being able to go to games. Like, they're going to make no money. None. Like, well, no how money. are they going to pay they everyone? You can't afford that. No, they they, can't the afford ticket sales is everything. They don't have, I mean, they can't afford it, but it's going to f- absolutely hurt. And does that now affect, talking about ripple effects, does that now affect if we can afford Garrett Cole? Like, like honestly. They're banking on me buying 14 ga- beers at the, each game. Yeah, uh, to, us collectively. It's like $900. Yeah, they're, they're looking for us to pay for Garrett Exactly. Cole. It's just so weird, all these ripple effects and how it's going to affect everything. Maybe or maybe not us, but like look at the athletics. They can't even scrape by when they do have people going to their games. You see that you now? See who the are they going to be playing? They, they the got to hire us to play for them. I'm down the to move to kick Marlins have an unfair advantage I saw that same thing with the Rays too at yeah. the drop. <laughs> it is true though. I mean, it's just it's just making light of a dark what, situation. What about, what about like the playoffs? Because think about that just kicks home field advantage out of home the Home field advantage is huge, especially if you're the Astros. Especially in baseball. Yeah, I mean home especially field advantage. I mean, I, we'll get into the Astros and how they're getting <laughs> off easy. But in terms, like you said, in terms of the playoffs, I think that brings up a good point. I think that brings up because how tight is is everything going to be? Like if it's 120 short games, if it's season. a shortened season, then oh. you're only having people play. I mean, you see all the time, like, the Mets are always in it. Not to shit on the Mets again, but, yeah, let's shit on the Mets. They're always in the playoff hunt. There's always that, that meme, you know what I'm talking about, where yeah. it's, like, yeah. April, they're all happy, and then it goes to 
to September that. and they have a bag over their head. But it's just think about there's no room for error for anybody because those first, you know how like April is just extended spring training where you, you get your feet under you. You can't do that in April. Like April is the season now. And if you lose a lot of games in April, you might not be able to co- recover. Well, yeah. And they were thinking about like the Rays get off to a hot start. We don't. If the Red Sox are even clinging on, like we could lose the AL East within the first three months. The margin for error is so small. And that's yeah. another thing too, like especially how injury prone we are. If exactly. we get hurt, that's the entire season. Yeah. We'd be screwed. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing too. So we were talking about this and how it affects us. Which, obviously, you hear the people saying, like, oh, it benefits the Yankees because we're all injured. Yes, absolutely does. Like, we're going to get healthy from these injuries. But, I mean, these are still players that have very bad injury history. And, like, who's to say, like, what's the next injury? Like, yeah. Britain gets hit by a ball. That happens. That's that's obviously a freak injury. But then Stanton is going to come up with some other kind of injury. Or, like, Gary is going to have a, a flu again. Or, yeah. like, something. It's just, it never fucking ends. And... Yeah, obviously it benefits us right now because we're going to get healthy. Yeah. And by the, when the season does start. Yeah, I mean, if we, we look at the negative hurt. side. The negative side is how every, like, nobody has any room for error. But then at the same time, it's kind of a level playing field because all these players are in territory they've never been in before. Yeah. Nobody's ever yeah. going to be used to playing with absolutely no fans. Nobody's going to be used to a shortened season. Nobody's going to be used to, like, players are going to rush back from injury. It's just a whole, it's not even the MLB anymore. It's literally like a travel season at this point. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, you literally think about it, It's they're going to be kicking it back to, like, your ace pitches, he's going to have to. It's like playing in the playoffs the whole season. Yeah. No, and, yeah. and a weird thing, too. Obviously, this whole thing is going to be weird shit going on, but another weird thing that I saw was our boy Joe Girardi. I don't know if you guys saw his comments on it, but he said, I'm expecting when it starts to have expanded rosters because – yeah, you honestly yeah. Don't need because to. the spring training they're gonna obviously they're gonna have to have a little bit of an extra spring training to ramp it up, which would obviously delay the season even more because they need to re do the spring training a little bit to some extent. But even that's not enough because you see in spring training at this point where we are right now, like to the beginning of spring training to where we would be right now is probably a, the length of a spring training that they'll do later on when it starts. So at that point, you got Garrett Cole building up to about five innings. He's going to be at that point then, you know what I mean? Like, he's yeah, not going to be yeah. able to go a full nine when we start. So, Girardi was talking about doing expanded rosters because they're going to need to have more bodies. They need to have more arms to eat up innings. It's just so weird because we're in such unprecedented territory. Nobody's Nobody ever been through this. Yeah. It's not even like we can look Literally. back no. to see what how they handled it this time because it's never fucking happened. Imagine the 30 for 30 on 2020. I oh mean, it's that just if you, gonna be even if you go back, because this is the craziest offseason to begin with. Like we yeah. were saying, this offseason was crazy. The free agents were getting the big fish and Garrett Coles, the Rendones, and all those moves, and the Mookie Betts trade. Forget it. I don't forget. You forget about that. I did forget about that. I mean, I all this, all this crazy yeah. stuff that happened with people moving, and then you also get into the Astros trade, the Astros cheating thing. That happened. And then the season doesn't. Even and start. then the season doesn't even start. And we're probably forgetting things off the top of our head. People will DM us later about like what we missed. But it's just insane, like you said, that there's going to be a 30 for 30 about this. And, and it's, it's going to be, be all sports. Because, like, like, remember yeah, when every sport. that OJ shit happened? And, like, yeah. OJ stopped, like, the finals. Like, people stopped watching the finals yeah. and they cut to live footage of OJ. Imagine a virus stopping 
three sport, four sports seasons. All sports. Five. I mean, all, all sports. sports. Well, yeah, but the, you know the five. March Madness. March Madness Holy too. F- fucking March. Everything. Madness. All sports. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Like this is just, it's so bizarre, and like we're going through it right now. Yeah. No, Nobody. this is gonna be a crazy thing. And I have a question for you guys. People have been talking about this too. Does this now put an asterisk next to the winner of this World Series? Because obviously it's a shortened season. I, I say no, but it, at the same time, it's going to be looked it's at differently. Asterisks. There's going it's to be just, it's a different like like you played a different season. I mean, what about like, that? It's a different game. Yeah, but like, what about so that? that? That's technically it's an not asterisk because in some ways, it's harder to win the World Series this year now. I can just picture people saying, if we get the World Series this year, people are going to be like, oh, like. Can you imagine Mern coming up to you? Well, and like, yeah, but it was, like, a, a, it was a different season. season. Yeah, but like, it's, we're it's you, gonna be because well, we're the Yankees, though. Yeah, if anybody like, else wins, nobody's gonna. What about say the? Well, I'm gonna say to what the. What about Sox. the year that? <laughs> no, I'm not. What about the year the NBA had the lockout? Didn't they play like 60 games that year? Yeah, yeah. And nobody even remembers mm-hmm. that. I, I don't. I couldn't tell you what year it was. Yeah, I'll tell you. LeBron was in the finals. That's all I know. Yeah, it's just so weird. It's so weird to me. The only way to describe it, weird. But going more into it, so like, focusing more on the Yankees. The direct effects. So, Paxton could probably pitch the whole season now. Hopefully. Realistically. Yeah. Aaron Hicks could be back for the start of the season. The start? Yeah. It doesn't start till yeah, June. Yeah, he was going to come midway. Yeah. So, if it doesn't start till June, he's ready to rock. Yeah, so. uh, you got to believe Stanton just sits at home and looks <laughs> at a wall. And his fucking heel, ankle, toes, knees, shoulders... Everything should be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoulders, knees, and Aaron Judge. <laughs> injury if you got to get fucking surgery, Judge, do it right now. Well, they were saying Judge was gonna ramp up. He was okay. well, he was ramping up his like his workouts and stuff. And now well, he now he can obviously Judge this is before boy, this happened. Now. So now he can obviously chill and get that situated. I love Judge, but why the fuck do you fracture your rib and you don't feel the need to tell anybody? Like he just literally didn't yeah. say shit. Played through the playoffs. I respect that. Way to play through the playoffs. Still did a good job. But after the season's over. To fucking say something. Yeah. Why? Don't, Why don't you so say something? So much time. And I don't know. Nothing. We, we kind of got into that You got to believe he's fine. Right? He should be back too. But the one that fucking sucks is Domingo. That's just him being uh, an idiot. Yeah. No, I know. But like Domingo's like. Because that delays again. People thought that it was like, oh, Domingo is going to be like closer to his return date. But yeah. it's games. So it's games. Yeah. He's, it's from when the opening day starts. Yeah. So he's 63 in the same games from when it starts. And that actually does suck. You're right. And I didn't even think about this. Season, then he because, half yeah. the season. So now yes. the percentage of the he season he's missing games. is probably yeah. going to be literally half the season versus sucks a third. For him. So, uh, Sevy, who cares? I mean, like we all well, care, yeah. but I'm saying like he's in that's the same boat no matter what. Same cost. thing last year too. And then it really fucking sucks for Clint. <laughs> <laughs> this guy just cannot catch a break with this team. That sucks too because and we were all like, he's team Clint Frazier. He's hooping right now. Yeah, he's just punching air, and he just, like, he dude, just what he just cannot catch a break. Yeah, this is such like an opportunity for him to win the starting job. This is so Clint Frazier esque. Like, yeah. not even. First, he runs into walls, so that slows his progression. Then he can't catch a ball, so that slows his progression. Then he does well, but we have John Carlos and Aaron Judge. And then they're both out, so he he's has locked the in. He's here. It's his job. Like I, JJ from Bronx Pinstripes texted him because he has his number. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, yo, go get the job this year. And then Clint responded to clear eyes, full heart, can't lose. So now tough. you can lose. Clear eyes, <laughs> like, coronavirus, definitely will lose. Like, definitely changes things. Sucks. That should have been the response. I mean, that just sucks. It's just like yeah. he has such an and not only for the Yankees, he has an opportunity to 
put on a show, and if there isn't a spot for him on the Yankees, then he has trade value. Because right now he doesn't. Because mm-hmm. nobody knows, th- nobody thinks he can field. The bat's there. But, I mean, that just sucks because we could have flipped him somewhere, not even for, like, our haul like, back. Like, him getting a starting job somewhere else. And Andahar gets a job over him as well, an outfielder, which well, is He looks so shaky in the outfield. Yeah, but I'm telling you, what are you, you going to take? Andahar as the utility guy or Clint Frazier because he's been doing good in spring training? You're right. It's going to be yeah. Andahar. It's going to be Andahar. Yeah. So, we talked about it before a little briefly, but I want to get back into it because I don't think we uh, – I don't think we talked about it enough. The, the playoff impact – like in terms of the AL East, I know we were speaking about it before the podcast. They have us projected to win by twelve games against the Rays, and a little bit more against the Red Sox. It's just so interesting now because that yeah. now that margin obviously gets much smaller. smaller. And then you have like the Rays were with us all year last year, and then we kind of pulled ahead towards the end, you know. So, like, who's to say we? Or we? I mean, obviously, I think we're going to win the AL East whenever the season does happen. But who's to say it's not close? It's definitely going to be a lot closer now. Don't sleep on the Blue Jays. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah, because a young team like that will Blue start Jays. to dismantle in a long they, season. They could but be just like our 2017. They could team. be tough. If you can come out hot in this weird season, it's as fucked up as this all is. It's going to make baseball fun because all those all, all those borderline teams like they're they're right in it too. That's and the thing too. We were talking about that with the Mets, and people have been trying to get like. There are people that, not the old baseball people that love the value of the game, and I'm like that too. I don't think anything should change about it, but the people that cry for a shortened season, this is going to be like a trial run now. It's a yeah. forced trial run. Yeah. And See if it that? goes well, and they're, instead of three teams locked in, three teams fighting for playoff spots, when it's all teams two teams locked in and nine teams fighting for playoff spots, whether it be a division winner or a wild card, and it looks real fun, and everybody's competitive all 120, 110 games, whatever it is, that's going to go a long way into maybe yeah. vouching for a shortened season. I obviously want the long season too, but like you said, this could be an opportunity for the league to – like this is an opportunity to change the rules. Trial run. This is an opportunity to change the rules for them. And mm-hmm. if, if it works out – because if it, if it doesn't work out, great, you had to do it. And then imagine – the only part where it might get fucked up is at the end of the shortened season when the playoff shit comes and then it's too cold to play in New York. So then the Yankees get fucked and it has to go to a neutral site. That would be fucked. But if you have that shortened season that starts when it's supposed to start and playoff time, it's still warm enough to play in those cold areas, could end up changing yeah, the game. Yeah, just imagine like where the season usually is in a regular world in August. Like the playoff race, if you were to look at it, what the playoff picture looks like. There are like nine, ten teams that are all within a game, two games of each other. That's what it's going to be like. Yeah. There's no the entire year. Yeah. There's no time to move all those fucking series. Like we can't lose two out of three to the Orioles in yeah. April. And if they and that's another point. If they cut the season short, are we losing games against that are winnable games against the Orioles? Like the, those are nineteen games. Like where we can just games beat up it, on them. You those know? games where it goes to extra inning, and then what the fuck does that do for the? Yeah, like what? What does that do to the schedule? Because what? Like what if the schedule makers might have to adjust? Like we might not see like you three get, inning you series less, anymore. We might get see less, two inning series and sh- yeah. get every that, matchup, or in. you'd get less. Yeah, you get less in division games. Yeah, because like you play your in division so many times. Yeah, so you would probably get less of those. I yeah. would say. Take if I were the commissioner, I would take or the schedule makers. I would take a game off each series because sometimes you even have the two game series or even is there one game series sometimes? No, no, No. just two is the minimum, four is the maximum. Like I wouldn't be surprised if they gave because I want you want to have the biggest sample size 
So you would want to shift everything to like a one game less, whatever the series was going to be. But at the same time, I just thought about that, and that you would you'd have to travel so much more. Mm-hmm. So that'd be harder to get the games in, especially with fucking coronavirus. Nobody wants to travel. Exactly. Well, that's why we talked about it before with the spring training. Did we talk about that? Yeah. yeah. All we know is that we don't know. Yeah, that's what we don't know. Literally, all, all, we, all know we know is we have no. We just know time. that we're going to have sports eventually. Hopefully, and oh, hopefully. Well, now we will. They're not going to yeah. cancel the whole season. I mean, whether it's next everybody year. Everybody just stays the fucking side. <laughs> we could be next, next year. year. Let's, we'll all just, let's all stay the fucking side. Wash let's social your distance. hands. Yeah, wash your hands mad good. <laughs> like, anyway. good. Sing that fucking happy birthday shit twice. as many times. Sing, Sing it three times. Just let's get sports back. So anyway, that's enough of coronavirus talk. Well, actually, this is still kind of related. <laughs> Everything's related to coronavirus. It's it's but... We were People to be, probably go to our podcast, like, finally, something other than the coronavirus. No, we'll get into cool stuff. <laughs> we'll get into funny stuff that are kind of related to coronavirus, but a fun spin on it, uh, as fun as it gets. <laughs> but uh, So the Astros are kind of getting off easy. Oh. Yeah, I mean. I know we posted that thing of the it. show they throwing at them. Did you like, see that? The, the Astros made the coronavirus? Oh, yeah. Big <laughs> conspiracy Genius. theory. They're like, oh, we're all anybody can talk about, so how about we put a deadly disease out there? Yeah, there was hard. That's there's some. some I've heard crazy. worse ideas. Yeah, the yeah. government. But I mean, they are. Or I, people just ate bats. Yeah, that too. But I mean, they Pretty are sure kind of getting off easy though. Like the MLB suspended themselves before they suspended the yeah. Astros, <laughs> which is so MLB of to, like if something to happen. And if there's no fans at games, the Astros made out They're like a fucking have a bandit. Field day. A bandit. Like if they get hit, like are you are people still gonna get hit? Because no, the, the reason there's you no throw at them reaction. is get the fan reaction. Yeah, That's nothing. what I was about to say. It's just crazy. I would still hit them. So all right, here's the thing: Do we then, as fans, we create some kind of Facebook group or Twitter poll and say like, not Twitter poll, just something, just a movement, and say, listen, all there, of the there reactions, is a Twitter movement, all the reactions we were going to have this season, let's just pick it up and push it to next season. So next season is the season where we're gonna be like cheering for them to get hit. And obviously, I think that would just generally happen because mm. the first games will be at stadium we'll for Yeah, years. no, people still people won't forget after a year. I mean, this will this will stay with them I don't think people will ever I know, I, I tweeted that out yesterday. I was like, I just want everyone to make sure they remember that the Astros did cheat, even though all this shit's going, all this is going on, but, like, yeah. don't forget that because <laughs> I, I kind of forgot because it doesn't really matter. This is bigger than baseball, yeah, obviously. Every time but, I see them, I cringe. Yeah. So Michael Brantley... Actually came up huge for me in the show today twice. See with the show, I I <laughs> wanted. Like, to, I don't even want him, but like I, with you the were show, a minute made too. I know he definitely had the mm-hmm. signs. That's why. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I not going to use? Michael Brantley a minute made. Well, I I wanted to start a movement. I said it's not too late for MLB the MLB the show or San Diego Studios to take them out of the game. And I think I'm personally putting God a personal no. God no. I'm putting a personal ban. So mad good, yeah. For my Diamond Dynasty team, I'm not using any Astros. Hey, right, you do that. And whenever Good I luck. face them, I just throw at when them. When you get like a <laughs> sick Altuve card, you're going to be so pissed. Uh-huh. I'm going to sell them. I could just sell them. <laughs> no, you won't. But even when I was playing people, it was so funny. I was playing people alone at my house. I was playing people online, and Correa would come up, and I would still hit him, and I was just laughing to myself, and I was just thinking, because the other guy probably thinks, like, oh, he's with his buddies. Like, it'd be funny to throw out the guy. No, I'm alone. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just still pissed off, and I'm throwing at him. The only satisfaction we could get. I kind of, I literally giggled to myself and I like pet my cat. I was like, "Hey, look at that!" <laughs> yeah, so like cat. the Astros are probably throwing a party for this. Yeah, they're hyped. Quarantine. What are the Yankees doing right now? So that that's it's something funny that we were thinking about. Like, what if you were to look at? I know they're not quarantined right now, but let's say it gets to that point. Let's say like when the Yankees are quarantined, like what are they doing? 
what do you see them like individual players doing? And one of them that comes to mind for me is like Tommy Canley's got to be just in his hotel room at his at that hotel desk they give you and just crushing walnuts with his forehead, <laughs> just, yelling. <laughs> just yelling at himself, looking at a picture of himself or looking at the mirror and just be like, and just, just crush a walnut with his forehead, line one up, do it again, and you just keep going, just keep them. It's like the Billy Madison, like. There's uh, only 365 more days until hockey tryouts, <laughs> and he's just crushing walnuts. A, a few other, is there any other funny ones that you guys have? The, the DJ one you said. He said oh, DJ. DJ is probably sitting. He's in trying a room to beat himself in chess. Playing himself in chess. DJ's That's definitely it. trying to beat himself in chess. Yeah. Brett Gardner's getting a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, they're probably so bored and angry. Chapman, yeah, Chapman's throwing darts in an Altuve picture. <laughs> we said it before, but Clint was punching air because he lost a shot at the oh starting job. God. He's just pissed. He's petting his cats. Speaking of petting cats, Clint's a huge cat guy. Big cat guy. Huh, your boy. And Clint's just, I mean, that just sucks Tyler to be Wade's him. Like practicing his home run drop. He's <laughs> like, he can do that now. Sessa's being the absolute biggest locker room guy ever because they need him now more than ever. That's what, he's, that's what Murph said. He's running around with... He can't be quarantined. Lysol wipes. <laughs> Wiping everybody else's Huge stuff Huge locker room guy. I mean, they have the Madden League, and uh, Britain was saying that that's going to be bigger now more than ever. I didn't realize Britain was such a locker room guy. Britain's a huge locker room guy. Our, our bullpen is just full of locker room guys. That's Canley, the thing, too. Britain, They're all... yeah. I mean, we Sessa. have such good team chemistry now because they they decided to stick together for uh, spring training down in Tampa. Yeah. So they're all just quarantined together. So, so that's who cool. Do we think, who do we think has coronavirus on the Yankees? If so, I mean... <laughs> no, there's, there's one. They're the minor league. So let's talk about MLB The Show. We were talking about before and how like this is couldn't have come out at a better time. And that's basically all we're playing right now. We're just playing until our eyes bleed. And before I get into the ratings and what we think about them, we are doing an MLB The Show March Madness tournament because obviously March Madness isn't happening this year. So we decided to make our own tournament. So with that, about that's about to happen. So obviously DM us if you're interested in playing. Uh, more info will come if after you DM us. We're not just going to put out everything because there's a lot of moving parts in this, a lot of organizing. But anyway, if you are interested in playing MLB The Show 20, hit us up. We're going to be playing with a lot of I think there's going to be 12 Bronx Pinstripes uh, members and 20 spots open for fans. So there will be open tree outs for, <laughs> for people that want to be in it. But uh, so a fun thing I want to do with you guys is I'm not going to tell you the ratings. I'm just going to say a person and you're going to guess what you think their rating should be. Keep in mind, uh, why don't I just tell you, actually, no, guess the first one. And then this is going to be Garrett Cole. So this is gonna. This is the Diamond Dynasty ratings. This isn't the regular ones with ninety nines. So it's it shifts down in Diamond Dynasty. So guess Garrett Cole's rating. You go first, Kev. Ninety three. Ninety one. Did you see it, Corbin? No, I didn't. Okay, it's ninety one. <laughs> so what, what do we what do we think about that? Do you think that's fair, foul? Wait, so how does this Diamond Dynasty work? It kind of like, adjusts through the season, though, right? Like so, like what is so, Mike Trout? Just so I could get a Mike Trout's a ninety-five, and he's the highest live series oh, okay. rated so player. Ninety-one's fair. See, the reason oh. in Diamond Dynasty it's shifted down is because they have legend cards, and those are the ninety-nines. So these are relative. So I think Cole is close, like a ninety-eight in uh, the current rosters, but he's a ninety-one in this. And considering that that Trout's, like a Trout's ninety-five, ninety-one is very fair. I feel like it'd be better to do just their actual ratings. What? Like not Diamond Dynasty. I don't have those in front of me. 
right, so I guess we'll do Dynasty. <laughs> so we're doing Dynasty. But uh, so with that being said, the next player on the list, Aaron Judge, what do we think his rating will be? We'll start with Kev. 87. Shit, 87. 87? 88. Like so we like that. Obviously, you guys both went low, and he's yeah. higher than yeah. that. I'm happy, I, I'm, I'm happy with that, too. There are some that I'm really not happy with, and we'll get into that later. Uh, Chapman. So I'm guessing Judge these are going in. Yeah, I'm guessing they're Actually, going Actually, going down. forward, I'll, I'll do random yeah, ones. Okay, yeah. yeah, I'll mix them up. That's so smart. So we'll do Chapman this time. Chapman's an 86. 87. 85. God damn it. But he is one of the, I think he's either the highest or one of the highest closers live series player, like live series rated closers. He should be. So, I mean, he just won reliever of the year. Yeah. So, another random one. We'll just go uh, Brett Gardner. Oh, jeez. 80. 77. Kev, right on the nose with the 80. So, are you? So that's what you would like? That's where you'd like to see him? I feel like that's fair after last season when he just all of a sudden yeah. had the most power in the world. Yeah. yeah. That is a weird one. I, I don't know. I, I thought that was a little high. I thought. Honestly. You would have gone with something like 77. I'm probably right? around where you are. So, I don't know. That was weird to me. Uh, a one that really pissed me off. I kind of just blew it. But <laughs> Britain, tough. I'll just say yeah. Britain, what would you guess him to be? What do I think he should be? What do you think he should be? 82. At least an 80. Britain's a 72 in this game. <laughs> That's just wrong. That's just blow. I'm, I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant right now because that blows my mind. That is wrong. Britain was had like a 1-9 ERA for yeah, the entire last season last year. year. He was our second best, if not our best or most consistent reliever yeah, on the was team. Most he was more consistent than Chapman. Chapman ended up having, I, I think, a lower him. ERA at the end. But when he was in, I mean, he's a sinker baller, works well for the Bronx because he gets ground balls. Lefty. Lefty bat, helps with the short porch. I mean, he just had a great year. And the fact that you give him a bronze, like you didn't give him a silver. Silver I'd still be upset with. So where would you guys put Britain at if you had to pick... A legit, like a good rating for 82. him. 82, probably. I'd probably Low put 80s. him exactly around there. At least gold, because the gold <laughs> tier starts at 80 and 80 to 84. That blows my mind. So, what do you guys think Adovino should be? Before the playoffs? Wait, and what was Britain just? This is just Britain <laughs> it's was a 72. The <laughs> it's the, the whole playoffs, season. I give Adi an 80. <laughs> Post playoffs, 76. I was no, say- cap, 79. He wasn't that well, he was like, great. If Britain's a 72, like, I'm going to say, like, 74. Well, I'm saying what I think. He's probably, like, uh, 70. Well, Britain aside, uh, they botched it with Britain. 70. I'm going to guess he is. 70. Britain's in a 72. Three. You said 70? Yeah. He's a 75, which I also... Really? I still think okay. is, that's low to me. He's better than Britain? Yeah, in this yeah, game. I feel like you also got to look at what the other closers dirty, are though. in the game. Uh, not closers. But closers like, are in the game. You also have to take it, like, it's he literally is a video game pitcher in real life. So, like, in a video game. He's just a pitcher. He, no. <laughs> he's, he's a video video game pitcher. Oh, that's where you're going with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, If he throws a video game slider to real batters, imagine his so video game slider. So, you're saying it should, like, come out of the frame yes. and then come into yes, the strike zone. Yes, Okay. Because like, that's realistic. <laughs> Jonathan Holder. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> What's your rating? 68. 68. I, I would have I said even lower than that. He's a 70 in the real <laughs> game, which is crazy. <laughs> I, I would have put him at like a 56. He's a jerk. He's How so is he bad. a 70 and Britain's a 72? I, we're not a big Jonathan Holder podcast. We don't like Jonathan Holder very much. That's that. That's all I, I have to say know. about that. Okay. Glaber Torres. You're really mixing up the order. 
82. What? See, I, I, I'm i so happy I don't have PlayStation. I'd be so mad. No, they, they, I mean, the Britain one blew my mind. But what? I don't I don't think I'm as upset. I Obviously, I'm upset. But... At least give him an 85. Well, in, in, the, in the current uh, rosters, he has an 89. Which is pretty good, but I still think honestly, he should be higher. But he should be. But I think what their thought process is with that, and I think Devers is an eighty-one. How about my brother, DJ? Well, let me finish my point. <laughs> <laughs> no. I just think no, it's I'll easier to move him up after he does well versus knock him down from the point where he's at. So they, this is like the floor, basically, is what they're doing. So back to your brother, DJ. What do you got him at? Eighty-four. Eighty-three. How did you guys go 84? 84 is right, but that really? is that is so low. That's, that's what I was going to say. Well, yeah, I, but everybody's in 82. Okay, yeah, I guess it's just... I, 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 I should have had you guys write it out. Write it all, I should have had you guys write them all down without hearing any and then just see yeah, what you guys picked. They told me in the 90s. Judging 88. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, DJ, he's got to be at least... But the weird thing about him was he started... Dime, he ended Diamond last season, mm-hmm. and then they knocked him. They have to. They knocked him down from where he was. No, you can keep him exactly where he was. I think it was an 85 or 86 to end the season, and then they started him as an 84. What did he do wrong? His fair very enough. last at-bat was a home run. Fair enough. <laughs> That's fair enough. Uh, last one we'll do. We'll do a prospect. No, no. I want to do – I want to end it. Someone you're going to play with. Geo. Geo. That's what I wanted. All right. I feel like they did him dirty. I'm just going to go off context clues. We got Judge at 88. We got – uh, DJ at 84, Glaber at 82. So that means that's not going to put Gio in the 80s, but it's going to put him close. So I'm going to go 79. I'm saying like 72. 79 is let's, right. Kevin's been on with this fucking, stuff. There, those contexts that, that you got to feel it. <laughs> you gotta feel I know it my out. fucking infield and my, my fucking team. They gave Gio that high? Yeah. He hit 300 I mean, last dude, year. he was um, he no, hit, like, hit the hitting. You know what's weird about that card, though? Which I'll get into the analytics on the card. Tell me his not great. His fielding's horrible. No. His fielding is bronze. You know, they have the... the, the yeah, it's bronze fielding. top five fielding third baseman. Not From according to the show. Watched. I think we just throw these all away. Because that, that Britain thing bothered me, and Geo being... That brings up because they usually are what very all accurate. All of you at home have learned from this segment is that I could make the ratings for MLB yeah, the show. but they're they're usually very accurate with this, which makes me think: Are we overrating Geo's defense? No. Or should we? What did he just have two hours last year? Exactly. <laughs> you see the plays he makes. I know I saw the plays. That's who. That's who. It makes me question this because they're usually like on point with this kind of stuff. All right, then watch three games and be like, dude, what are we doing? Wait, I want to do a few more. This is fun. There's there's there's, <laughs> there's some that I wanted <laughs> okay. to see. Clint Frazier. Oh god! This feel like got to be a three. <laughs> Vision got to be a generous. negative two. And awareness? <laughs> I don't think they have awareness in, uh, in this. But if they did, oh. it would be zero. Uh, he's got to be at sixty-nine. Seventy-two. Sixty-six. Sixty-six. Oh. That's terrible. That's so mean. Clint, if you're he's listening to this podcast, uh, we were with you. We would have put you at least at a seventy-two. Clint out. We're a big Clint Frazier, guys. Sorry, Clint. And the thing is, though, he can't even fight this. Like, he has no Where's shot Wade? to bring it Where's up. Wade? Tyler Wade. I see uh, you scrolling down. I don't like that. 59? <laughs> oh, no, he's right here. 59. Uh, 62. He's also a 66. What? 
What? That's what my boy. What? That's my boy. He had one good slide. <laughs> <laughs> he literally had one good slide. Piggy. Murphy's lightning round. Higgy. 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 61. 60. 60 on the dot. Let's go. Can't get to it again. Fuck you, Kev. Uh, Johnny Loazia. <laughs> 43. <laughs> 67. Yeah, my fucking Mike Ford. Mike Ford, 99. 60, 68. 68. No way. Yeah, have you said 99? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I love Mike Ford. Uh, Tyro Estrada. Uh, 59. 58. 55. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know they go this low. They do go this low. This is called common. This is just like, you're, you're, this is blow some prospects, honestly. Um... Luis Sessa, locker room, is is one of the attributes. It is. <laughs> 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 He's up in the 80s. Uh, did you 57. 63. 67. 67. 67. 67. And finally, in the end of this lightning round, we'll do a prospect, which is what I wanted to do before. Debbie Garcia. 64. what about, uh, what's his face? Schmidt. Uh, he's not on this list. Okay, fuck Schmidt. Uh, Florial is a 69 also. Esteban Florial. Uh, I'm pretty sure, yeah, I don't know if this is the current rosters, but Jason Dominguez is 75. 16. Doesn't matter. <laughs> he's the 50th ranked prospect in all of baseball. Like, 16. Put him up there. This is interesting that MLB Show did this this season. What do you they think I would put be? prospects in. 24. No, that's Cap. Come on. You ever seen this guy play wiffle ball? You've watched me. You've watched him play wiffle ball. I'm not a 24. No, fuck wiffle ball. He's watched me pitch a baseball. 11. Cat. <laughs> I struck out the side in one inning pitch for club baseball. Hey, yeah, you're for playing one club with, baseball. One for one I don't with care. This is the MLB scale. I would literally be a 30, 36. If Clint Frazier is a 66, I'd you're a not 36. a 36. I'd be a 36. I would get Clint Frazier out You're not half of Clint Frazier. Here's where Kev says he strikes out with Babe Ruth every time. I would strike out Babe Ruth. Let's bring this back up. This is fucking bullshit. Kev thinks he'll strike out Babe Ruth. I would strike out Babe Ruth. No. Yes. No, you won't. How? You're not going to. We're not going to get back into this. Well, that's, yeah, the, that's the end of our MLB The Show segment. Live, so how do you expect me to strike him out now? All right, then case closed. So at <laughs> the end of that, um, we'll bring uh, – I mean, we don't know for the foreseeable future what's going to happen in terms of content. We're going to bring a lot more – Creativity to this podcast. We're going to talk about to, right? a lot of stuff. You're going to get to know us a lot better. One previous Yankee you wish got the coronavirus. That's not a question. Chris Carter. <laughs> I'm Chris Carter, too. Chris Carter. I'm not going to wish it on him, but no, like Chris I Carter. Hope I hope you're healthy, Chris. I hope you're healthy, Chris, but I don't wish. I wish you he wasn't a Yankee. Dink. So of all the things that are being hoarded, what's the weirdest thing that you've seen being hoarded? Yogurt. I, Yogurt? I went to Stop and Shop yesterday. There was no yogurt. I had to buy, like, Dan and yogurt. Who buys Dan and yogurt? Okay, but just a PSA to all you people. Stop taking all the fucking toilet paper. That makes no sense. It My doesn't mom give made you the me shits. order toilet paper on Amazon. It doesn't give you the shits. Just fucking go to the store. If everybody takes one roll... Like, what What do you want me to do, people? <laughs> I'm living without my mother. I, I don't have... I bought I bought a twelve pack of tissues. They still have napkins. They use tissues now. That's what I, I did. That's what I did today. I got tissues because they're they have a lot of napkins. Tissues are soft though. I, but they I expand. Can get, they expand in the toilet. Clog. You can't definitely can't flush Clog. them. Clog. <laughs> <laughs> so if you were, if you could hoard one thing, like what's your guilty pleasure sort of item? Like what's one thing that you need that you'll get a hundred packs of or whatever? What is that? 
Sun oh. chips. Sun chips. Wow. Big sun chips. That was quick. <laughs> sun chip guy. Have you been hoarding sun chips? I bought two bags today. Well, that's see, that's the thing because they're not like getting. There's not. There's not I a demand saw a for it. Stock, yes, I yeah. bought out the store. What's yours? Sour Patch watermelons. Oh, those are great. Got to be the watermelons though. What's yours? Yankee hats. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yankee uh, shirts. Brett Gardner No. <laughs> These uh, probably jerky. Because uh, this is dual purpose because jerky saves, like, it can go through an apocalypse. You're going to so. put it in your bomb shelter? Yeah, because my chips won't make it through an apocalypse if I hold them. They might not. I don't know. So what's what are some funny things that you're doing to keep yourself busy without sports? <laughs> um, funny things that I'm doing. Oh, uh, it was funny for, like, the first half when I was, uh, you know... I was betting because there's not many things to bet. So I decided to bet on um, ping pong, Sergey, and Sergey Suvak Faxis. Did you win? I was winning. I was winning, and then I started trying to bet on exactas. So you could bet on the final score to be like 11 9. And every time you bet on it to be 11 9, it turns out to be 11 8. But I'm going to give all of you some <laughs> advice at home. Bet, go to live betting, go to table tennis and find the Russian league. <laughs> it's going to be the over nine times out of 10. But for me, I went from up $60 to down $70. I, I bet on some horses in between. <laughs> Our horses, so a horse, lot of horses don't get coronavirus, right? No. I know dogs no. don't. Maybe um, <laughs> A lot of unders hit in a row, which is just unprecedented. But table tennis, I'm telling you, that's the way. It's not. Definitely don't do so it. So that's how I'm keeping What are you doing, Jake? Literally nothing. I mean, we're obviously playing a lot of MLB the show, but that aside, but I still have Xbox. We can go live bet simulations after this. Me and oh, my friends, could. me and my friends from home, were thinking of starting a book club. <laughs> all right, and that's all for this <laughs> book club. I mean, dude, there's nothing to do. You're well, gonna read. Well, we you no, know, we thought about doing a. <laughs> don't look at me like that. We were thinking about doing a book club podcast. Yeah. So we would oh, all serial podcast. So we would shit on like old books that like were nationally read when we were kids, like To like, Kill a Mockingbird. To Kill a Mockingbird. Books sucked. Fahrenheit 451. Never read stuff that. like that. Like, why are you looking at the camera like that? <laughs> I just think that I don't know. It'd be fun. No. And then we, we had an idea for You're a segment. <laughs> yeah, I, I can read. Can't we make like a movie club or something? Yeah. Movie club would be fun. Movie podcast we could do. You just, serial if, podcaster. If it has podcasts in it, Rel is here for it. <laughs> no, I was just thinking. Let's, I make, mean, a, let's make a Fruit Loops podcast. <laughs> we had an idea for the book. dinner podcast. We had an idea for the book, uh, the book club podcast to do <laughs> a segment on. No, this is an idea past that. We're already, we're already doing the book club podcast. But no, you're not. No, we might. <laughs> but one thing was called uh, Hot Takes. So we eat a ghost pepper and we read the best page and chapter on the podcast. Then we react to it. Thoughts? Comment below what you think about that. <laughs> that idea. That's the podcast we're going to do. But uh, we took your answers of what you guys hot are doing takes. during um, yeah, Hot Takes <laughs> to keep you busy without sports because it's obviously unprecedented times. Let's see if you so some of the best answers podcast. were obviously the show. Uh, w... <laughs> Gifford176 said, this is shocking, but I'm actually playing the sport instead of watching it. That's just against the rules. Gifford. That's against the rules. Stay inside, <laughs> dude. Maybe get baseball back. No, no. If you throw a ball up to yourself and hit it, that's fine. Oh, that's a lot of fun. And then you have to I did that it. a lot. 
course you did. <laughs> no friends. You and all your friends. <laughs> Thanks. Your book club friends. Uh, somebody else, Bombers Beat, said playing over the show and pretending to read a book. So that might be more your so speed. bring him on the book club podcast. <laughs> well, if he's pretending. Uh, Yankees Lacoste said doing a jigsaw of Yankee Stadium. That's fun. Puzzles. That's good. That is That's fun. Good Puzzles That's are fun. fun. I might get into puzzles. I want to know how many pieces. Maybe there next are. podcast. Like a pu- a maybe podcast. maybe next podcast we could do a live puzzle and live then stream. Talk of you about guys it. live stream of puzzle. Us do a time puzzle. lapse of a puzzle. Sounds, uh, sounds like <laughs> good TV. Uh, another one said playing foosball with my brother and taking walks around my town. That's, that's Stay fun. Inside. Fifteen minutes. Can control your walk to 15 minutes and Yankees 2019 highlights. There. That's definitely more what we're those. doing. Yeah. Definitely a lot of those. There. Yeah. So and some other things I told you the Tootsie Pop thing I did. Uh, Kev has now mastered his his cat's routine. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk about that, good cat. I already did. Oh, you did already. Never mind. Uh, so talked about the cat's routine. Uh, yeah, more to come. We'll definitely try and be creative with our with our lives, and we'll update you with them if you care. Um, so now we'll get into the DM section of our podcast, see what you guys are thinking. And first question comes to us from our boy. Do you think, oh, his name is CGAII631, and he said, like <laughs> he's one of, one of the 161 faithful. Uh, he said, do you think the season will start in May or be canceled completely? I don't think it's going to be canceled completely. Past May. June. Like we, we, we mentioned this before, but I don't think it's going to be canceled. I think that eventually they're going to get it in one way or another, whether it's with no fans or with fans. Uh, J.M. Mad RS 32. I'm butchering these I names. Think you read. <laughs> Maybe you the book club, club is going to How is the MLB supposed to play 162 games in with, with less than two months of the season? They will not. Well, I I think well, probably, they might not. Probably not. If they do, they could extend it past this October. So we might have a World cold. Series in the Thanksgiving <laughs> going on, which would be kind of cool. Imagine a World Series with Thanksgiving. Like, there's football. Football ratings would plummet. No. Baseball would, ratings would baseball plummet. Baseball ratings, yeah. No. Baseball can't compete. People are going to watch the World Series instead of a... Thanksgiving football game. That's not what I'm saying. I'm, oh, I on, are you saying specifically, oh, saying on, specifically on Thanksgiving? If it's a World Series. Uh, I don't know. But I'm. But there's also going to be regular season baseball games that are going to be extended past that time, and they're going to be competing with the NBA, NFL. Like and then the people, too cold. The I don't people think they that can. watch baseball, for the most part, don't watch baseball as a substitute for another sport. But those are the people that watch baseball. But those are the people that will watch the World Series but just I'm because nothing like, else is on. I think on. a lot of the baseball fans are going to be like, it's late season baseball, early season football. I'm going to watch baseball. If your team's in it and they care. But those are the baseball fans. There's people that'll watch the World Series that aren't baseball fans that'll just watch it because what else are you going to watch? Yeah, that's true. But if there's football on, they're probably going to watch it. Yeah, but there's always football on during the World Series. With currently no NBA, NHL, or college basketball, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. BetOnline still has hundreds of places to wager, from their online casino to poker and blackjack, all open 24 hours a day and all online. Sports aren't totally done. There's still mixed martial arts and esports is on the rise. If you're into entertainment, you could still bet on American Idol, the elections, the spelling bee, and even Nathan's hot dog eating contest if you're into that. Be sure to use promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline. Your new ticket to online action. Now we're getting into the special part of the podcast, 
an interview with Robbie Berger from the Brilliantly Dumb Show. Guys are riot, huge Yankees fan. Ask a lot of Yankees questions. Stick around. Hope you guys enjoy it. All right. So, welcome. This is Big Game Bob, better known as Robbie Berger from Brilliantly Dumb Show. Where can the people find you on social, Bob? Social, you go to uh, We Keep It Easy for you, Brilliantly Dumb. And then if you want to check out the show, it's The Brilliantly Dumb Show. Oh, well, yeah. They, they, anything Twitter or anything like that? Yeah, I just got into the Twitter game, which is just Robbie Berger, Robbie with a Y. <laughs> but I'm new to the Twitter game, so I'm just kind of getting adjusted to it. Yeah, that's all right. You got to start somewhere. But I'm sure with yeah. all your following, they'll get everybody over there, too. Maybe so we can help out a little there. bit, too. Get a little bit of Yankee Nation over there. Yeah. Hey, I'll get them, uh, I'll get them going around here. <laughs> so how did you become a Yankees fan? You're from originally around here, right? Yeah, so I'm from Jersey. My dad is really what got I me. Mean, he's die hard into it, and I pretty much followed wherever you know he went with it. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've been on the Yankees train from day one. But anyway, a little bit more about you. So I, I've been following you a lot. So sorry. oh, that was my phone. Sorry, but I've been following you a lot, and particularly interested in the whole Joey Cole cuts versus Saquon Barkley situation. Right. So. If you guys listening haven't been following Brindley Dumb, I don't know why you haven't been, but his buddy Joey Cole cuts thinks he can take down Saquon Barkley one time out of ten, is it, in the Oklahoma drill? One, Yeah, one out of ten Oklahoma style, which is what the controversy <laughs> was about. Because if it's open field, he's got no shot at him. No, yeah, he can just sprint around the outside. but so got to be Oklahoma style. Yeah, we were at dinner, and we were uh, – you know, it kind of came up. We were kind of fucking around. We were having a good time. It was like me, Saquon, his manager, Joey Coldcut. So we're kind of just busting balls about it. And then I put <laughs> it on my Instagram and it, it built some, uh, you know, a little bit of a buzz around it. Um, yeah, kind of just picked up steam from there. And it, I mean, it's been fun even just talking about whether or not. Yeah, for, for sure. I mean, I know you had the betting lines at it. So is there currently a live bet? Like, did it move? Where is it at? I, I think right now it, it's about like plus 650, I think is a good look. Joey Coldcut, who's <laughs> a friend of our podcast, he, he's a big guy. So I'm not saying he's going to take him down. It's obviously unlikely. But you put it Oklahoma style, I think there's a shot. So where are you putting your money down? You're taking the plus 650? Take the action. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, nothing, look, nothing against Saquon, but I mean, shit, he's got to have a sh- With how big he is, and I just know how hard he would go at it, I think yeah. it's worth, you know, taking a shot at the plus 650. I mean, the way he was trying to go about it was like he was going to bear bear hug him and just try and, like, take him down. So, I mean, sounds like a good move. Like the boa constrictor. <laughs> the boa constrictor. Goal cuts will get fucked up. There's no doubt about it. But, I mean, they take take the action at plus 650. Maybe you make a miracle happen. But uh, is this something we can actually like see? Is this going to happen or what? You got to sign a waiver or <laughs> You know what, especially coming into the season, I don't know if you'll actually see it. Uh, we have a lot of fun talking about it, but I don't think the Giants would be too happy if he's got Joey Coldcuts trying <laughs> to make a tackle at him. I think they'd prefer that for a, a Redskins game. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe – and would there be padding or anything, or is he just going to do a rugby style or – For Coldcuts' sake, there better be padding. Yeah, there better be a lot, like Kevlar vests and everything. Some shit, yeah. You're not kidding. That's funny, though. 
But why don't we get into some Yankees stuff since that's what the podcast is about. So obviously all the injuries and stuff are happening. So with the 2020 season, hopefully on the way, who knows when it's going to start. Where's your panic meter at? Because mine, I don't know. Where are you at? I'm I'm a classic New York guy where I just ride the roller coaster. When it's bad, it's bad. When it's good, it's good. Uh, since Seve went down, I'm at a ten. You're at a ten. I I just there's so much <laughs> pressure on him where it's World Series or, or bust, and I I just I'm so fearful of not having that number two in Seve. That yeah, I I, I completely yeah. panic about. It. I, I ride the roller coaster. I know it's terrible for me, but it's like a classic New York thing. I can't help it. Yeah, but at the same time, like we did just add Garrett Cole. So now instead of him being the one, he becomes the two. And then we got the deep rotation. So, I mean, I'm not quite at a 10, but don't get me wrong. I am pretty nervous. As it sits right now, if opening day were to start on time, I'm about a seven. But okay. honestly, though, if it does get delayed, not saying it's a good thing, but... The only people who benefit are the Yankees. I mean, they can only get healthier. It's a very good point. If there is a team that it benefits, you got to think with everybody going <laughs> down now that it would be the Yankees. Granted, they don't pick up coronavirus, but... Right, if right. They, Which, with yeah. the way we're going, that may happen. Okay, yeah. I mean, Gary, I don't know. He had the flu, but hopefully that's not anything serious there, too. Dropping my flies, man. It's terrible. Yeah. So my next question, this is one we usually ask our guests that we have on. We think it's a, we, we've reused it a couple of times, but I like, I like to get a gauge of where our audience is at. So if you could choose one player to be the designated Reuter, so like steroid user. Steroids. So instead of the DH, they just implement the steroid user. Who would it be on the Yankees? You can't say Luke Voigt because I can't imagine he can get any bigger than he is. So I, I can't say Voight. I would probably go Brett Gardner because I would like to see the transformation from where he is to now putting up 40 home runs a year would be just hysterical. Especially especially with the short porch, too. Oh, dude, just launching <laughs> those things out to that sure, short just, porch would be just awesome from Gardner, too. He would just be cranking to the train station. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? It would be fun to watch that transformation. Like I said, with Voight, it, it's not much. You can't go much bigger than that. Yeah, I mean, there's two schools of thought with this. You can either go make Stanton and Judge and Voight make them even bigger, which could be it's enticing. Hard, to, hard right. to imagine, but could could go that way. Somebody hits Barry Bonds-esque numbers. But right. then you could go, like you said, with Gardner or even like a DJ because that that's my pick. I pick DJ because he has the contact. So if you get the contact and then you spin in 45 home runs like that, I mean, the man's See, unhittable. Because in order to put the steroids to use, you got to make contact, which is why I yeah. probably wouldn't go with like a stand. Yeah, because if you're not you hitting know, it, I mean, it's going out no matter what. So why yeah, why does it matter? Somebody load up DJ on the juice. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, because then you just can't get around him. Right. Right, but take him out of the one hole, put him to three or four, so we can knock a couple ribbies in. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, so next one. So, if you could pick two Yankees to go to the bar with, have a good time, who would it be and why? I like that. I like that a lot. You you know who I would probably from one guaranteed. This may surprise you. 
is Aaron Boone. Aaron Boone, you went the manager route. Yeah, I'm gonna go the manager route because I would just love to pick his brain. Yeah. I, I mean, he's got the whole family history. I mean, the story. He's just such a baseball guy that I think if you got some of the stories that he has, I, I would love to pick his brain. Um, and then to the left of me, I'd probably go with like a Chapman so that I could just focus in on Boone because there'd be a little bit of a language barrier. <laughs> yeah. Way I could just focus in on what the, you know the Boone story. So if so. you could pick Boone twice, you'd pick Boone twice. Yeah, I, I'm I'm fascinated by Aaron Boone. I really I, I think he would be he's such a baseball guy to where I don't think it stops out outside, you know, when, when he leaves the stadium. I just think it's nonstop baseball. Yeah. I would love it. Yeah, for sure. If I was if I had to pick two people to go out with, I'd probably pick Tommy Canely because he's just an absolute nutbag. So he's, he's just gonna man. he's just gonna go out there screaming, have a good time. Right. And honestly probably judge just because I'm gonna fangirl out and I'd love to have uh, night out with Judge. I don't know. That's just oh, me. You're racking them up. Yeah, the ladies wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, I mean, and I'm not a very tall guy either. I'm like five nine, so standing next to Judge. Maybe he, you don't want to go Judge then. Maybe you want to go with like a gardener then. Yeah, maybe. Maybe bring a little duff out there so it makes me yeah, look a little better. Level you up a little bit. Judge isn't going to do you any favors. Yeah, I'll just be out there getting blacked out, and Judge is going to be going home with all the ladies. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that'd be a lot of fun. But uh, similar topic, if you wanted to go into which Yankee you think would bring the best food to the cookout, like who brings the fire eats? Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt. I think you're getting quality, just protein. I think Voigt's <laughs> coming in. He's bringing the organic beef. I think he's bringing the Wagyu burgers. <laughs> it's it's a no-brainer for me, Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt? Yeah. Now, he's a big dude. He definitely eats. That's for sure. If I had to pick, I, I'm going to go a little bit outside the lines here. I know you were probably thinking about CC. I know he's retired, but I'd still probably invite CC to that because he's going to the events. And he's going to. I watched. I listened to R two C two, and he definitely he. I remember the story he was telling about his Thanksgiving, and it was like a weekend long event, like four or five days of, of stuff. And he was telling me he was just listing all the foods he had, and he would definitely be the guy to bring some fire eats. CC is he, he can't go wrong with that. Yeah, definitely. And he's a he's a big dude, so you know he's packing. You know, he I actually I met him out in uh, Los Angeles. He thinned down a lot. When did you meet him recently? It was a couple months ago. Yeah, I put a picture on my Instagram, and this was the time before I was when I was working in the hotels, and uh, he was there. And you're not supposed to ask. For pictures as an employee, it's just not something that you do. You get in a lot of trouble. I didn't give a shit at that point. <laughs> it was CC, so I I went in there and I had to ask him for a picture. And he, I mean, he couldn't have been nicer. He was awesome. Oh my god! I mean, I don't even know what I would do. I would just freeze up if I saw anyone. Yeah, there was there was no stopping me. When it comes to a Yankee, you know, player, I think everybody knew that was a different ball game for me. So you just kind of break code on that. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, you've had some. Uh, recently some crazy people on your podcast too you had didn't you recently just have michael b jordan and uh yeah. and jordan yeah, belfort it's been, too it's been a while right yeah jordan belfort uh from the wolf of wall street michael b jordan we had the the navy seal robert o'neill who shot osama bin laden oh. which was pretty bizarre so yeah man it, it, it's been a wild ride for sure that's crazy i mean good for you obviously you just i mean you've been doing this for what's episode what are you at right now 
episode since I signed with Pro Bible, which got me out of working at the hotel. I I think we've done about ten episodes in, so we've definitely you know come out swinging for sure. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I mean, I'm, we, my friend uh, Lino, he, he was a huge fan of you. He showed me your Instagram and then started to get tell me about the podcast, and we, I've been listening for like twenty or so episodes now. It's just gold. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, appreciate it. it's fun. You know, it's a fun thing to do. I love it. If I could, uh, you know, if I could land a Yankee on there, then I'll really be satisfied with it. I mean, us too, man. Bronx Pinstripes has had a few Yankees on there. I think they've had Mike King, uh, John okay. Sterling on there. Obviously, That's John right. Sterling on the ones and twos is pretty good. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, can't go wrong with that. Uh, yeah, but we would love to, if we ever get a Yankee on, we'll definitely try to send them your way and vice versa. I don't know. I'll send them your way. You send them my way. That'd be great. Uh, what was my next question here? Oh, so, I mean, you already talked about this on your podcast with the Astros situation and this has obviously died down at the moment, but they're obviously getting booed like crazy. If you were Rob Manfred, would you have done anything differently? Like, how do you like the way it was handled? Anything like that? I, you know, in all honesty, and I know it may sound biased because I'm a Yankee fan, and but I, I think a lot of the MLB would agree. I think he did a terrible job with it. Yeah. I think he just totally rushed to a conclusion with giving these guys immunity. And, you know, yeah, they're going to hear shit on, on road games. But I, I really just think they, they deserve so much more than what they got. And I just think he was so quick to rush to this immunity to get information out where he could have got, he was going to come out either way, you know, with what they had. So I, I just think he totally dropped the ball on it. And I, again, I, I think a lot of the players ag- agree with it and a lot of the major leagues agree with it. Um, but again, I, I know it could sound biased being a Yankee fan, but it's how I feel. No, it's definitely, I mean, it- Yankee bias is the best thing in the world because who, who the fuck cares? It doesn't matter. <laughs> undefeated but i yeah he definitely dropped the ball the whole immunity thing just shot him in the foot right off the bat so i mean you can't really do anything about that once you just give immunity away but i can kind of a little bit a little bit understand where he's coming from where like they couldn't get it out of him out of them anyway if so i mean i don't know he he just seems like he's been dropping the ball on everything recently and they still that comment about the uh you know the the trophy yeah he's really he's had a very rough couple months and I'm sure he could take he would take back some things if he could yeah and they still haven't even announced that the that the Red Sox their punishment I don't know if that's going to be a big deal or not but they still haven't announced it so right and now they got this whole deal that they have to worry about so that's probably going to be thrown on the back burner obviously he's had no doubt about it it's been a, a rough ride for him to say the least yeah so even with the Astros too obviously they're getting the booze they're getting thrown at, whether it's intentional right now in the in the preseason, but they're going to get thrown at. I think. Well, first of all, do you think they're going to get thrown at? No question. Because no a couple question. of the guys on our podcast were they were disagree with me because I was saying like they're going we're going to play beanball. It's going to happen. The game has to police itself. If you don't police it, you're like with Rob Manfred. Right. So, who do you think is the first person to get get the bill beanball? To get to get it. I think I think everybody, the main guys people are going to want to go after are Bregman and Altuve. I, I think it's hard to actually, it's hard to hit Altuve, even if you're gunning right at him with how small he is. Yeah. But I mean, if I was if I was betting on it, 
if I had to put a bet on it with the odd, different odds you could get, I'd probably go with Springer since he'll most likely be lead off and just take your odds on that first guy. Yeah. That's, no, that's a good point. I didn't even think about who's going to be batting where, too. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, again, the main guys that people want to see get hit are Altuve uh, and Bregman just because they're, you know, they're associated with maybe even Correa. Yeah. But I, if I'm betting on it, I'm going first batter, take those odds, and go Springer. Yeah, because the odds were Altuve at plus 300, Bregman at plus 350, Correa at plus 400, uh, Springer at plus 500. That's, that's good odds there. There you go. The money's there. And then Yuli Gurriel, I don't, nobody wants to hit Yuli Gurriel. Who cares about him? And then the field is plus 1,000. The only thing with Gurriel is he kind of hangs into the plate as is yeah. with that stance he's got. So maybe it could be like an accidental plunk. Yo, I'm talking, though, like middle of the back, no questions asked, like – I'm going for you. I'm CC saying that's for you, bitch. And then that's that's how we go after it. My money, my money's on Springer. Take that lead off guy, and I I just think you you get it out of the way right there. That's the best odds you can get. I think I might go Springer too. I was thinking Altuve, but I I I, I feel the point of him being so small. So like even if they try to hit him, he can kind of get out of the way, you know. Right, and if you want to cash the bet, they still got to get plunked. It's one thing to throw at him, but it's one thing to hit him. And plus, he's kind of. Uh, He's quick. He's nimble. Yeah. So, I think, you know, <laughs> so do you well, think? I would love to see it be Altuve. Yeah, I'd love. I mean, I'd love to see any of them, and I think all of them are going to get their fair share. Do you think it's going to continue throughout the whole season? Maybe not beaming, beaming them, but I definitely think just as far as the stands. I mean, you imagine coming to New York for a game. Yeah, I mean, road games are just going to be. They're going to. It's going to be vicious. No doubt about it. I mean, they don't have a New York game until September, which sucks. Because Is that when it would be, September? Yeah, the first... Well, that we go to Houston, assuming this happens, obviously. We go to Houston in early early in the season, which obviously won't be as bad because they're at home. Right. But then if they come to us, the only, only game they come to us, I think, is September like 20th or something. Yeah, that sucks because then people... It'll have time to kind of marinate a little bit so it won't have that same effect as it would if it was week one, you know? Yeah, but I think I think people are going to... It might marinate and settle down, but I think people will build themselves back up for it. Like, oh, the Astros are coming in town. This is the only chance we got. Let's give them hell. Yeah. It, you know what? There's going to be a lot of buzz around it too, so I, I would... Uh, I, I'll look forward to that, to say the least. Yeah. I mean, Bronx Pinstripes does a bunch of events. They they rent out the, the bleachers, and they sell tickets to... All of us fans, we sit together, so hopefully they can get an event going for that game. You let them hear it. I'll be on the first plane over there. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll you know secure I you. Think, I would drill Dusty Baker just for taking the job. Drill him, too. So what, I mean, yeah, I feel. what do you think's in his mind? Like, why do you take this job? You, he's been He's played as a player for 19 years. Then he coaches forever. Like, why not just hang him up, stay, stay retired? Well, you know what? I, I hate to say it, but in all honesty, Luke, I what people kind of forget, yeah, they have this going on. Astros are still one of the best teams in the AL. Yeah, I mean. I mean, they're still scared. That you, I mean, who's to say? I mean, I could very much see them making another run, you know, with or without it. Um, yeah, so I, he's going to win games. I don't think there's any question about that, but it'll be a rough season for him. Yeah, I mean, honestly, in his, from his perspective, though, he's he wasn't involved. So, like, if anybody in the media comes up to him and gives him shit, like, he can't—what what are you really going to say to him? Like, 
your yeah. pe- your players that you had no control over. Like, <laughs> yeah, if there's anybody that kind of has immunity, it's Dusty Baker because he just he really had no part in it. So it's hard to be you know upset with him. Yeah, for sure. So we wanted to do a little bit of similar to your podcast, do a little Ask Bob section. Love so it. if you want to give us a little bit of uh, uh, all right, folks. The art, folks, that starts every podcast. Yeah, so just give us a ask. Welcome to the Ask Bob section. Yeah, we do it every. Uh, we do it every every episode. We do like at the end of it. Uh, you know, we do sports bit, two comedy bits that I'll do, um, and then yeah, we close with what's called the Ask Bob segment. Um, and I just scream introducing it, <laughs> and then people just ask any questions because I always get them, you know, in DMs and and whatnot. So we figured to put that in the show, and it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. So I mean, two of our two of your early early fans, one of my friends, Lino and Greg, they they had two questions for you. They're honestly, honestly, they were a little bit starstruck when I told them that I had you on coming on the show. So they <laughs> they they kind of didn't have any questions lined up. I put them in a group chat. And then they were like, I thought I was expecting questions to just, you know, fly out. And they yeah, were like, Brian. I don't even know what to ask. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to give props to you there because I've never seen these guys freeze up like that. So you're Love obviously it. doing something right. But anything, uh, fire away. I'm ready for anything. Yeah. So the first question comes from Lino, Lino Centrella, big Italian guy. So Sounds like it. he says, Politics aside, if you could bring one president alive or dead to win big at the casino, who would it be and why? That's a, that's a phenomenal question. <laughs> Politics aside, not taking a stance on on either one, you can't tell me a good run at the craps table with George W. Bush. <laughs> I mean, a good craps run with, with George W. I think would be just electric. Yeah, that's an electric factory right there. Yeah, so I, I would, I would, I don't think there's any way you could deny that. So yeah, I would take W over at the craps table for a solid run. Is that your game, craps? Yeah, I enjoy it. I'm a black blackjack guy too. The, you know, the reason I say craps is just you know in regards to that question, just seeing him just roll out those yeah. dice, at, you know, and, and get on a bit of a heater. I think would, as you said, it's an electric factory. So yeah, that that's what I would go with for sure. Yeah, I'd probably go maybe JFK or honestly, yeah, J- JFK is my answer. JFK can't is, go wrong with that. Can't go wrong with JFK. It's a great time. Yeah, for sure, especially at the craps table. Yeah, that craps table. That's definitely exactly where we're taking it. Blackjack and stuff. I don't, you don't want a game that's too serious because then you can't have a good time. Craps is everybody screaming. Everybody was playing too. You're not against anybody. You're all on the same team. That's the beauty of it. You could have Democrats there, Republicans there. <laughs> if you're on a hot run, it doesn't matter what stance you have on the Second Amendment. Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah. So next question is the last question I'm gonna have for you because I know you gotta run. You're a busy man. But uh, Greg, or your other super fan, he he was a little bit longer to get this question out there. He was even more shook than Lino was. But you got a little uh, rattled. Yeah, he was a little rattled, but uh, he said, what goes through your head when Joey Colcutts puts on those ridiculous golf outfits? Just walk me through that. <laughs> yeah, uh, again, Joey Colcutts, he, he's my best friend out here, but every time we go golfing, he just wears a ridiculous... It's like Ricky Fowler-type outfits Yeah, um, that he rocks. So, I mean, it's hilarious because I know the content that I'm going to get out of it, whether <laughs> playing good or bad you know you watch him eat a hot dog on the turn at the end and you know just in, in these 
ridiculous outfit. So I actually, I love it. You know, it's definitely embarrassing going to go, you know, pay for the round and you're walking around the clubhouse and he just looks ridiculous. He's got like the all orange. Yeah, that was the creamsicle look <laughs> you said. looking one. So it's embarrassing to start. Once you get on the course, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Where we even, like went to, we played around the golf and we didn't know we had Laker tickets. Someone offered us Laker tickets while we were on the course. So we didn't have time to go home and change. So he had to show up in his golf attire and we're sitting on the court side at, at the Staples Center and his assholes in his full golf gear. So <laughs> it just leads to really good content. Yeah, no, for sure. Does he have any regular golf outfits or is it just strictly the creamsicle? You know what? That's a good question. It's a question for him because I'll be honest with you. I've never seen him in the normal golf outfit. Yeah. So I, I, I really don't know. I mean, there's been days where I, I guess there's some things you could call normal, but I, like a basic golf outfit, I'm yet to see out of him. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I mean, I love it. I know watching you guys play golf is always a fun time, especially with the the, the fart gate <laughs> that goes on. Uh, it definitely adds to it for sure. It, it, it's a good time. We have a blast. Yeah, it looks like it. Well, it was good to have you on, man. Uh, Thank you for having me. Go Yankees, huh? Go Yankees. The rest Thanks of Yankee for Nation. Me on, dude. It was a blast. So everybody, make sure to follow Bobby over here, Big Game Bob over at Brilliantly Dumb, or what was it on Instagram exactly? Yes, just Brilliantly Dumb on Instagram, and then if you want to watch the show, YouTube, Spotify, all that good stuff, just the Brilliantly Dumb show. Yeah, a lot of good things happening over there. I'm sure the best is yet to come because you, you're recently getting crazy guests on there. So, I mean, best of luck to you. I know you're doing fantastic things. Keep it rocking. Hey, hey call me or Skype me anytime. I'll be ready to go and talk some Yankees.